Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
Yeah, you can't. I mean, can't be mad. I don't mean that. I wonder, like, so we're going to get away from daylight savings, or... Alabama is? Uh, or the United States? The whole U.S. I think we're doing it one more time, and then that's it. It's just going to be the same. Ain't there already a... Is it Arizona that doesn't observe Ari- it? There's a few states that don't do it. I can't remember all of them. Arizona was definitely the first one, for sure. But I don't know. There's a few more that don't recognize it. I remember it kind of fucks you up when you go from mountain time to, like, Pacific time. Because you go through Arizona, and there's... You know, like, it's like Zulu time. What, what, what time is it? Is it like some half hour ahead? It's like makes you think that time is just a construct. Yeah. Well, dude, I've been reading a lot of articles that we made that shit up. Time. Yeah. So but. check this out. <laughs> With, you know, the, the James Webb, the oh, latest. Yeah, this, the photo of the universe or whatever. Yeah. It's cool as shit. So someone sent me a question the other day. They were talking about the creation account of the Bible, how, you know, God created the everything in six days six days and then on the seventh he rested. Yeah. And they was like, uh, you believe in the Bible, so does that change the way that you think about time in the creation story? Because in order for us to see it, that light had to get here. And how long did it take that light from those galaxies to get to where we could see it? And my thing was, I don't believe in... String theory? You don't like it? I don't believe in, like, a day in the creation account was a revolution around the sun. Because he didn't create the sun until, like, the second or third day. See what I'm saying? Yeah, no. So, I think, like, the reason the creation (laughs) account was accounted for like that was to show us how to work. Yeah. You work six days and you have a Sabbath day rest. Yeah. And so it's not so much about 24-hour day. It's more about showing you how to live. Yeah, six sleeps. Pretty much six six sleeps and one rest, mm-hmm. basically. But, man, the world that you and I grew up in... That doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. It's gone. Completely. That world's gone. We'll never get it back either. People are like, it's going to get back to normal. No, buddy. No, no. Never going back. It's never going to be the same. You're never going to be able to buy a house for $50,000 that's worth this well, shit. They, <laughs> they want us to live in the pods and eat bugs. Yeah, we'll be able to live in pods and eat bugs for about 50000 So I was thinking about this. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of people just like me or you who... I'm not going to eat the bugs. That's, I'm not going to do it. No, I know enough people that's got cows, man. Right, oh, yeah. but what happens when Bill Gates buys up all the farmlands and like? Know, did you dude. see what's going on? Thirty-eight thousand acres or something. Or so he owns a ridiculous acres? amount of land in Mississippi, <laughs> and so like our government is still encouraging our farmers to not farm. They're paying them not to farm. Yeah, because they want us not to have food. Have you been seeing what's going on in the Netherlands? Uh-uh, like with the farmers' revolt. So this land. <laughs> So the difference between here and there to kind of like build the mindset of it is like, so let's say... Netherlands are pretty much entirely farmland. Yeah. And it's a beautiful country and it's like responsible for a lot of the world's food. Yeah, pretty much. And so the government came in because of this ESG. 
Uh, and they said we want to get away from nitrogen, which is in most fertilizers. Yeah, most everything. And so the farmers started revolting. Uh, you know, they're blocking traffic with their tractors. They're yeah, used, I've seen the they're spraying. They're the actually spraying shit yeah. <laughs> everywhere. And so even you remember the Canadian trucker strike? Yeah, I remember that. Even they're coming back out to strike with the Netherlands in support. Good deal. And so like. Sri Lanka fell, and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab said that uh, Sri Lanka was going to be the example in the first case of what the perfect world that the World Economic Forum was trying to build. And what did it do? It crashed. They had a real insurrection where they ran. Man, they, they stormed they... the Capitol building, and, dude, the leader was running to a cruise ship to get out of the country. Man. And then what did the World Economic Forum do? They pulled out and act like it never happened, but they just recently reinstated a leader, and he's of the World Economic Forum. So they're right. Try under, it again. They're right. Part two, man. Yep. Hunger Games Part Two. That's it. And so they're still striking, but Russell Brand was even talking about this. Like I like Russell Brand a lot. I think he's got a great podcast. I go through phases with him. Sometimes I like him and sometimes I don't. It depends on what topics topics he's talking about. So he's been all over this, and he says that it's not about ESG. They're using that for an excuse. The government wants those farmers' land. And so if they're not allowed to farm, they ain't going to work. And so they ain't going to be able to pay taxes, and so the government's just going to take, take that, that land. land. Take and so think about this. It's like it's different than it is... Here to there because of our families, let's say you and I grew up and the McGarrity's had a farmland outside yeah. of reform and it's been in your family for 10 generations. Yeah. Okay. Let's say that's 200 years. Yeah. Over there, it goes back centuries, like 10, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. we've had this land for a thousand years. This has been our country since the dog. Since I think Queen Elizabeth III. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, we're living in very wild times. It's wild, dude. I'm, you know, I was born in 1990, and it seems like since I've been old enough to remember, I would say it probably started with, uh, uh, you know, 9-11. Where, Thompson said that's when we lost. Where, I'm tired of living in unprecedented times. Yeah, can we just, every, can we just chill? Yeah, it's always <laughs> something, something's always fucking busting our head open, dude. It's like every day, like COVID's coming back. Just in time. Just in time. The, the WHO <coughs> claimed that monkeypox is a is coming is an international crisis. Oh hell yeah, monkeypox! But like they're not. It's not a threat to like you or me. Mm. It's a threat to specifically one type of lifestyle. It started in Belgium at a. Of, oh, how to put this? A f- festival where a lot of gay orgies were going down, and in in Spain, in a gay bathhouse, and that's where it started, and then okay. it kind of st- slowly st- uh, spread across the world. But it's only affecting people who act in orgies and things like that. Uh-huh. That's how it's spreading. So I like, didn't know that orgies were happening all over the place. That's, I'm, not that, I'm not in that world. I guess, I yeah, I'm, I'm not either. But like, <laughs> I, when monkeypox first hit the first hit the uh, uh, 
you know, the news for quote unquote conspiracy theorists, just give them six months and they're, they're right. Yeah. But, uh, they were all talking about the origins and it was a, a gay festival and gay bathhouses in Europe. A little food for thought, I guess. Or propaganda. Yep. Which, <clears throat> I mean, it's, that's what's weird with the young generation, man. They don't, they don't care if they like boys or girls. They just like who they like. Well, they were indoctrinated. I think that's what it's been, man. They've been indoctrinated their whole life. To And that's, you know, right before we got going, right before I hit record, we were talking about how school was about to be a year-round thing. And, and it's, like I was saying, it's getting them more acclimated to a job. But also think about this. It's also taking the parents more out of the picture. Yeah. Instead of, instead of more, instead of having but like three months. I believe, I'm not a parent, so I couldn't say, but a lot of people do think of school as, you know, child care as far as. It's well, used for that in a lot of ways. They're at school, so I'm at work grinding, so I don't have to worry about my child, you know. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is they're. Some of these folks, I mean, the videos are endless on TikTok. You could just look this up. It's these these teachers, and by the way, the word groomer got banned on Twitter. If you use it, you get your account suspended. Good God. And it hasn't hit YouTube yet, but um, there was a podcast that had just started. Uh, his name is Bryson Gray. He's a, he's a Christian rapper. Mm-hmm. It was his sixth episode of his podcast, and Spotify removed him for talking about it. Now, granted, like I wouldn't, abs- you know, I wouldn't really be worried about it with this one because, like, he's he's kind of a big deal and like yeah, big guy. He it, they were they were already looking at him. Yeah, you know, they like, was like, exactly. Yeah, well, those kind of situations. Like, you got too many people who are listening. Give us a reason to shut you down. They done it to a lot of people. Alex Jones shut him down, made him appear to be crazy. You see, his documentary came out this week. I didn't. Uh, the the big premiere was yesterday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be available on Rumble or like if it's just Infowars.com or I'm not sure. Like Infowars needs an app. He just needs to break down and do his own app. Well, I mean, you know, he gets sued left and right, and they still won't leave him the hell alone about that Sandy Hook stuff. He's apologized for he's it over and over. Apologized over and over and over. And he's over. still going to court about it today. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I think, you know, the big witch hunt that they're doing, uh, the J6 committee, you think they'll do that to the midterm elections? Is that how they just keep their base heightened up? I mean, so you have QAnon on the right, and then I think you have Blue Anon on the left. Yeah, I've heard of a Blue Anon. And so, I mean, I, like, I saw a Josh Hawley mean. He's a senator from Missouri. And so the, I, a friend of mine from Missouri had changed his pro, profile picture to Josh Hawley uh, surrounded by ballerinas in a running stance and shitting bricks. And I'm like, this has to come from the January 6th hearing. Mm. And so I hop on Twitter, and I just type in Josh Hawley, and it's a whole trend. Like, uh, the Democratic Party of Missouri, they're going to uh, do a 5K uh, run, and they're going to name it after Hawley. And, you know, it's like uh, just completely trolling the guy because they have video footage of him during the – insurrection were i would ask the same questions as aoc how do you get in those doors if someone doesn't let you in let's i mean let's logically think about it those doors are mag sealed they don't you don't just walk in there you can't just what's up guys right so inside job maybe but like there's a video of him like 
the the security camera is looking down the hall and it's at the crossway and so he runs across that uh, that hallway yeah. and it it wasn't like a full sprint but he was running he was, he was running and so like they have been dragging him all day it's, it's quite entertaining and i gotta say the memes that were coming out of it were pretty solid okay i'll have to look so, into it <laughs> check yeah. it out uh i don't uh i don't remember the hashtag they were using something that rhymes with holly kind of calling him a bitch but, well, either way, yeah. So, dude, I'm uh, I don't know. It seems like that chick that uh, that came out. This was pretty funny for uh, J Six here. And like Liz Cheney says, this is gonna be our bombshell, and then it turns out the girl was just full of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, like, yes, he was reaching up for the steering wheel, and like, yeah. and everything that she said was like third party information. It was nothing that she personally had seen. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was a wild, like that's not credible. But, I don't understand how they can get away with some of the things they tell us, man. And it's one way. Did you see where the crime dog for Stephen Colbert and his crew, uh, they were in there as well, and they all uh, no charges and got released, no bail? Hmm. See, our Justice Department is kind of leaning favorable to one way. I mean, think about back to the riots. Uh, what happened to those people? They got. They were just caught and released. Yeah, just you can't. Matter of fact, uh, Kamala Harris, the great VP, uh, she was raising money to pay these people's bail so that they continue to do it. But we don't. We don't think about that. That was it's been the past. Did you see the video that was trending where uh, Joe Biden said he had cancer? No, I'm. Sure and then he does, the, the following day, he was he got COVID. Oh. So I mean, I wish the. Uh, I wish the president a speedy recovery. Yeah, uh, wish him all the best. Yeah. Yeah, so he was, uh, I guess he was out in Delaware. Like, the backdrop, it looked like he was standing in a garbage dump. Like, it was just like, why would you use this as a backdrop? And uh, this ain't verbatim, but his quote was like, uh, <laughs> he said, that's why so damn many people my age and I have cancer. And then he told this, like, ludicrous story to where, like, his mom was driving him to school and, like, you would use the windshield wipers to get rid of the oil slick. And I was like, windshield wipers wouldn't get rid of oil slicks. And what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Like, it seems like every time, and I I don't know why you're the president. You don't have to talk like that. Like, you're still trying to, like, I don't know, get credit for people like feeling sorry for your sob stories or I don't you're already you're the most powerful man on the planet yeah you don't have to t- you don't have to tell these stories anymore uh, he's just the one on the string <laughs> he's just the one on the string man. that's yeah that's that's probably a good way to put it you ready to open the show oh yeah we hadn't even done that <laughs> nice do 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 We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I... You can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position.
Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and this is an off the deep end. What up? And I got Big John Cobb took the night off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things to do, I understand. We did get it started a little later than we had anticipated. Yeah, it's no sweat. Like, uh, I thought we were going to do it around three. And You know, if, if it had got pushed till tomorrow, I was going to say, let's do it around three. But I was, uh... I was in the middle of some stuff. Yeah, I was, uh, which it doesn't matter. I'm going to head out there tomorrow. And uh, I was planning on going out to the fairground, the Shelby County Fairgrounds okay. tonight. But that probably saved me some money, cause, so I only need a one-day pass now. So kind of did me a favor. You're welcome. But, uh, yeah, I was going to go out there and try to sling some of these some of these records. Dude, big stack. I got me a mountain. Fantastic-looking records. They, they like you posted the video of it spinning. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is a thing of beauty. She and did. then the artwork in there. Yeah, super nice. Hey, Partridge, knocked it out of the park. Looks better in person. Yeah, check it out. Or right, here's the. Uh, this is the OG. Yeah, let's see the. This is it's on wood. Oh, it's oh yeah, it's wood. Yeah, hell yeah. And he did, you know, and we we'll call that the A Partridge font. <laughs> he just everything, everything he does is just so unique. It's his yeah, own style. It's just this thing. Dig it. Yeah, man. So how does it sound? Uh, we'll play it. Uh, we'll play it when we get done. All right. Sounds great. Uh, my buddy, which Abe introduced us, uh, Sean Byrne out of Nashville. Um, I, I produced it, and he mixed and mastered, and he knocked it out of the park. Did a great job. I, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to hear it, yeah. You got a record player? No. Sorry to say. Get you a copy. No, I don't. I don't have one. I wish I did. The it is a soon investment, but not. The incentive, it's coming back. They are, uh, man. The sound quality is fantastic on them. Yeah, and, like, just to go back to, like, I think everything just kind of comes in cycles. I, I thought at first it was going to be nostalgic for people our age, but they're not leaving it. No. They're investing in more records, and then, like, you'll go to a Salvation Army store, and, like, you can pick up some dope records for, like, records, a buck. Records, like, good, like, first print. Now, granted, I'm going to tell you, like, pull the record out and look at it before you buy it. I mean, you might just be buying a 12 by 12 piece of trash because yeah. the record <laughs> won't even work. Yeah, you could probably use it just a little scratch. But uh, I, I don't. Th I think that culture is here to stay, and I think it's growing. I think it's – well, there are more and more people like you are getting albums pressed on yeah. vinyl, like new albums. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the only way this is available. Like, it's yeah, a, I would never put it out streaming. Never. That was of uh, uh, Will. He's on the record, and uh, he and I. It was through a text. We weren't talking, but he asked if I was going to make it available to stream, and uh, I told him I wasn't opposed to it because that is the way that uh, most people ingest their music. But uh, the way that I wanted this art and the form of it, I wanted it to be just vinyl. That's why Tool was so standoffish about going to, like, streaming, because it was about the art. And it's the integrity and the of album it. Cover. So, like, not only do you get, like, a cool 12 by 12 piece of art that's going to be on your shelf, yeah. you can also listen to it. Yeah. It's and it. it looks great spinning. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I don't, it, it ruins the integrity to me. Like, once again, I'm not opposed. I may eventually make it available for streaming, but yeah. I've, I'm probably going to hold out and, you know, at least try to sell all these records. Yeah. I was hoping to sell them all and do a, a repress. And I, this, this is 300 copies. And you're going around, you can take them to, uh, you know, you play a lot of shows. That's exactly it. So I don't think it's far-fetched to think that it'll be... You, you could probably do a repress on it, man. On top of, like, I've already started working on the second project, the All Girls Project. No, like, girls that's been on the show? Hell yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, nice. we're going to do 10 to 12 of the girls and uh, getting those songs uh, put together, getting them ready. And so... Of volume two, Porch Talk Vinyls is going to be all girls. And then uh, the third that I want to do is uh, King Kai and the Heretics. It's uh, my buddy Kai Carter's band. Okay. And so all his stuff is specifically available through Bandcamp. Uh, we talked a little bit about maybe bringing it over to like Spotify or Apple. Yeah. Where most people are. And this is before I knew it. I didn't know that Bandcamp had an app now, and you can listen to the music that you bought on Bandcamp just like you could on any other streamer. So Bandcamp is already kind of on top of it. Like, I use that as a streaming source because it's the only place I can listen to Kai, you know? Yeah, hey. Something to be said, you know, streaming's becoming so personal now. It really is. Uh, There was an article. I shared it on social media. It was talking about the death of indie music. And to most of the points that the article was making, I agree with, but it's also, like, the main thing that the article was saying is that our pop culture and the way that our society has fed music, it's almost impossible to find the indie music unless you're in the indie scene. Yeah, unless you're with in a show world. like this, or if you have a great venue, like, that tries to support local yeah. music. And not just cover bands. Yeah, because that's most of your local music. Nine out of ten chances gonna be a cover band. And that's the main criteria, you know. Like, there's a lot of people around you play town. Play song people people know. Yeah, but I mean, yes. like, just as far as like music interviews is like when I'm reaching out to have a musician on the show. Yeah. Like sometimes they'll reach out to me, and I'm thankful for that. But I'm not interested in having you on the show if you're covering other people's stuff. Is like, I'm not saying that you're not a Great musician. Yeah, you can play the hell out of that you song. Put, but that's not your song, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I want to talk about your creative process, and it's like your creative process is just copying somebody yeah, else. not your interpretation of their song, buddy. Yeah. It was like, once again, not personal. Write original song, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll have it. Yeah, have it all out. But it is what it is. That is my rant on music. Yeah, hey, sometimes. But I mean... <laughs> I dig the vinyl, though. I think I think I should invest in a record player. Well, dude, I'll, I'll hold one for you. Do that. Do that for sure. Because me and Brianna, we've been talking about getting one for, uh, I don't know, a while. I like vinyl. The Sublime 40 Ounce to Freedom vinyl is yeah. probably one of I the mean, best vinyls ever made. And I haven't made the other one up yet, but look, someone from Ohio like bought the record today. Sent me, sent me the money through PayPal. Yeah. And it was about an hour after the Kennedy Post Office had closed, so uh, I don't want to just throw stamps on it, and you know I want to properly, yeah, take care of it and get them to stamp media, and as if they're going to actually 
Hold on, let me see this. It's do not bend, crush, bend, fold. Where Thanks. are you sending it? To are you sending it national? Oh. Yeah, it'll be fine. They won't fuck it up. Right. Yeah. But I've I packed it so I put the record in the middle, and then I've got these twelve by twelve slots of cardboard, and I put on each side to give it a little bit. Should be okay. Like, man, it's it's so crazy. If it gets on one of them belts, there's no telling what happens. But I mean, and that's. You know, I get, uh, and these boxes that I'm using, I mean, those are boxes that I save from, I'm in Abe's Art Club. Yeah. And you get a 12 by 12 art every month. And so, you know, right when I started thinking about the record, I was like, well, I got these free boxes that are perfect. Yeah. Fucking fits perfect. And I'm leaving his stickers and stuff on it, so, like, I'm spreading the good news about the Art Club, too, while that thing is going out throughout the mail and whenever it gets where it's going. But uh, yeah. a lot of the, uh, like, that gentleman who bought that, uh, he's an Abe Partridge fan. And so when he saw the art he's and, like, that, getting it. and that Abe has a song on it, yeah. he's going to get it. So, uh, and hopefully, you know, it's a compilation. So, like, hopefully he'll find another indie artist that he that He's like, oh, these guys are pretty cool, too. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point of it. Yeah. Uh, a little win-win for everybody. And plus, like, we're doing some album release parties. Like, I'm trying to plan one for at Monson's, and then I'm going to plan one in Tuscaloosa, hopefully one in Birmingham, uh, one in Athens, hopefully Memphis. Because this is where all the artists that were on the record are. Yeah. And so, <laughs> take a box of records up there for the release show. Yeah. And let's say uh, Will uh, came and played the Tuscaloosa show with me. Well, whatever sells, I give him half the proceeds. That was his release party, and so it incentivizes the people on it. Hey, come play, come make a, come yeah, make some make money, some, make some money. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad idea. But on top of that, I am gonna do a kickback for everybody. The uh, what's it called? I used to drink the beer all the time back in the day. Memphis Brew, Ghost River. Oh yeah, they have a super nice beer garden up there. And that would be ideal for, uh, I think, people who are in the porch talk. Because, I mean, that's one of the untapped and vinyl. Where yeah, we, it's a big one. You know, it's where we talk about beer. So, I mean, we're, we're kind of in that culture. I think that would be that would be a good place. Yeah. Every time I played in Natchez, Mississippi, I always play at the brew house. Yeah. And yeah. They, and they have great beer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, 
innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Here at Natchez Brewing? Yeah, I've, I've had some of it you know, back in the day. But I wanted to move on to the idea that you had. So there was a study done years ago now, and even Zuckerberg admitted to it to where uh, Facebook was running ex- experiments on people, thousands of people. And so what they would do, would they would, they would either show you a whole bunch of negative stuff on your social feed. Yeah. And it turns out that that did affect the person, and it depressed them. Yeah. And it had it altered their mind. And then the other people, they were shown nothing but good stuff, like puppies and just happy-go-lucky stuff, right? Yeah. Well, it made them happy. They were happier. And okay. so, like, I don't... I think it was David Bowie, but he was talking about the Internet as a whole, that it was going to be the most fascinating and terrifying thing for humanity. And I think... It's social, already there. And social media is like that on steroids because i mean think about the way that we get news it's like i don't even trust our quote-unquote free press i don't know when the last time was i watched the news yeah fox cnn none of them right or even like washington post new york times wall street like i don't i'll give the washington post a little little, i'm gonna cross-reference you like you know they have the whole scale for all these medias and how it leans left or right well i've you know we were sending that around the other day like yeah uh, I was like right in the middle. Like I was forty-two percent uh, left-leaning, eight percent moderate, and like fifty percent right. How I ingest my news. Yeah, and that's a that's really fair. Like I think that's the way that you should. And then like you pull up, you can pull up anybody you want that's on Twitter, and you can see how they ingest news. And like most people are like ninety-two to a hundred percent one way or the other. And yeah. I was like. That's brainwashing. Yeah, they're getting, they got on their sunglasses. So what is your experiment that you've been running on social media? So, man, you know, if you're talking about something that you would like to purchase. Yeah. Somehow magically examples or things similar to this product show up in your news feed, right? And also, like, social media, like, Facebook knows when you go to take a shit. They know when you go to bed. I mean, they, they know, and like you said... You hop on there and you see an Amazon ad for microphones, microphones, microphones. Yeah. What's the next thing you're gonna see? Microphones, man. Yeah. And do this. I want to do the. I want you to do the experiment too. I want you to think about. You know, you, you're on social media. Yeah. You do the thing. I want you to think about somebody you haven't talked to or thought about. Oh, and they'll be a suggested friend. No. Oh, you'll start seeing their post. You'll see their post. Not because I don't think it's because you're just your eyes are open and seeing their name. Uh-huh. I think it's because it's coming through. I've noticed that with uh, just my feed, like, uh, like I think I follow you on social media, like yeah. to where like when you post something, I get a notification. And so, like, people that I care about keeping up with, like that's how I. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. But like with just say like. You know, like, so-and-so was at a show and added me on social media, or, like, we might have met one time and they just added me. Like, yeah, I don't really see their posts. Or maybe maybe they don't post, but I, I literally never see them. And they never interact with my stuff. But you have to just think about somebody. Think about somebody you know 
that you don't talk to. You know the latest thing that they were running is uh, since we have these front-facing cameras, and they know this, is when you get a notification, like a like, that dopamine goes off and your eyes dilate. Yeah, and, yeah. and because of that front-facing camera, they, they can, can see it. it. Yeah. And so there may... I don't know so much about just maybe thinking about that person, but, I mean, how connected is your social media to, like, all the contacts in your phones and, like, knowing, just knowing little ins and outs about you, like, you know, let's say your dad may not even be on social media, that he'll have what they call a ghost account. He's not on there, but they've built up a database about him just based on you and your other family members. Yeah. And they know how you're connected. Yeah, they had they started doing that with my dad and my mom before my dad built his own Facebook. Yeah, I mean, like, it's literally, like, I remember, uh, what, Facebook came out in, like, 2007, 2008, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that, early and, 2000. And uh, I didn't join until 2011 or 12, and, like, my girlfriend at the time made my account. But everything was literally, like, already there, like, as far as what it knew about me. It already knew... Like and this was early years, but it knew, yeah. it knew my interest. Is this picture of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like to be tagged in this photo of you? And by the way, I miss shit. I miss that. You can start any Facebook and it'll do it. <laughs> Get it all over again. <laughs> If I leave, I'm out. I'm done. I, yeah, I'm trying to get pushed. And out. like the only reason I'm on it still is just because of you know, porch talking. Yeah, the only reason why I was on it for a long time was because of the radio station. I ain't worried about that shit anymore. So yeah, right. Uh, which I think like podcasting is the future. I think it's more valuable um, than radio is. Yeah. Uh, not. Not yet. But it's growing and growing by the day. Like the way that people ingest their media, the way that they get news is through podcasts, or the Pretty way that much. they're the way that they're entertained at work or riding in the car, yeah, or whatever. I mean, my I, wife I even sits hear and like reads constantly. Reads books. Reads on her uh, phone. Okay, I was about to say that's a great app, like the Kindles or yeah. whatever. Of uh, especially if they'll read it to you. Yeah. I don't want them that. She reads like fucking rom rom coms. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I like reading fantasy, or mm. like I don't know. I got a whole bookshelf of books about morals and arguments and sh- all kind of stuff. Mm. I think like I my think- latest one. This is about. Uh, this is kind of like a. It's a book called The Law, uh-huh. and I don't know. It kind of. It's a it's a book of it's about being a libertarian, yeah. and the way that they view law. Yeah, it's you know some it depends like around here, you pretty much have conservative libertarians. There's not very many liberal libertarians around here. A lot of people say that they don't exist, but yes, they do. They're real. You lean one way or another. But, like, a lot of people confuse, like, left libertarianism with anarchy. Yeah. And that's totally different. Yeah. And I don't See, think, that's what I want to get back And, and I don't man. think a lot of people really, truly understand what anarchy is. Like, it's not no rules. Like No, there's rules. Yeah. There's just very few. It's yeah. very libertarian-minded, but yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. You're you're held accountable for your own actions. It's Yep. Yeah. It's it's the libertarian mindset. It's about self responsibility. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's what I'm trying to tell people. It's not chaos like they tell us it is. It's accountability. Yeah. Is what anarchy is. Like, uh, it's, it's right down there. It's not presented, but uh, Treadway, Jonathan Treadway, he did the, uh, I'll show it to you, uh, the art that's right down there that I need to get hung up. But um, he's a big ACAB guy. Okay. And so there was uh, some graffiti like down the alleyway where he lives and like, you know, he's posted up in front of it, like throwing up the deuces and like pointing up to the ACAB graffiti. You know, nice. it's, you know. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I like it. And those, those are, you know, subsects of, you know, just different styles of political thought. Yeah, man. But like, I think we, I think as a whole, we need to be more accountable anyway. I think a little anarchy would do us some good. I do too. Um, and like, you know, right now they're pushing real hard for uh, gun control. See, that, there would be none of that. And so, yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be like the Wild Wild West. It would be like shooting ranges everywhere. Yeah. But, like, not... Like, you have these two stories that's big in the news right now. Did you hear about the kid from Ohio? What's his name? I don't know his name, but he's like he was, like, 22. Like, his grandfather had brought him up shooting guns, and, like, there was oh, a yeah, shooter in the that. mall. I did hear that. And the guy was just going on a shooting spree in the lunch uh, yeah, yeah. area. And the dude pulls out, pop, yeah. pop, 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 shoots all 10 rounds and puts eight into the guy from 40 yards. We're talking almost half a football field and was accurate. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me that kid wasn't trained. And so, like, the big argument was, like, with the Uvalde, you had hundreds of officers around, and they were too scared to go in and put their life on the line for those kids while they were basically just being slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And you're you're using this as an argument that see, a good person with a gun, is a fallacy. Cause look, those are good guys with guns. And my argument is, I have friends and family who are in law enforcement, but I think a lot of times it's it's not needed and it's crooked. Yeah. Oh, but, there's shots. I mean, sale. I think I think about this little town right here. Now the deputy sheriff has been sitting downtown Kennedy as yeah, of late, he's sitting there this but he's because like. Somebody's doing, somebody's screwing up, and he's just trying to catch them. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, like a place like, like this, man. As long but as for the most part, down. we're very self-governing, and yeah. like, there's not a lot of lawlessness. Everybody abides. Yeah, you just kind of you keep your own, you know. Yeah, which I mean, everybody knows everybody, so like, you don't want to tread on each other. Yeah, it's stay like, out of each other's way. You stay out of each other's way, and that's basically what anarchy is. Mm-hmm. You just you mind your own business and you stay out of everybody's way. I think like even with like with the freedom of religion, like a lot of people were upset about the uh the high school coach who was praying after the game by himself, not calling his players, and eventually uh some of the players would join him from both teams. And I guess the opposing team uh they didn't like that. They so had their, their, they reported their it. Like started melting. They yeah. They reported it and you know, he eventually got fired over that. And See, it, it went all the way up to the Supreme Court to where the Supreme Court ruled that no, you this you can have freedom of religion. It's Amendment one, right? First yeah. Amendment. And so like a lot of people came out and was like, I'm gonna come out with uh candles and, you know, Star David and like we'll do a little Satanism before the game. And they were thinking that, that was gonna ruffle people's feathers. It was like you're not pissing anybody off by thinking you're edgy. Yeah. Like, that's totally fine. I don't think... You don't... We don't... Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. People do care, but they're not going to stop you. Yeah. You can be that weird shit all the time. Like, there was a shirt. 
in Spencer's that I wanted. Yeah. It had Cthulhu <laughs> sitting on a throne. Yeah. And kids like bowing down to him and it said trusting God. I wanted it. Mm-hmm. My brain was like, I want this t shirt. But then I got to thinking about it, I'm like Man, I don't I don't need That is not gonna be the conversation starter, I think it is. I don't I don't need to have this in my life. Like, I don't need to bring this undue attention to me. Like I, let me grab it. I mean, I, you'll love this shirt. I don't wear it out much. I wear it if I'm playing a show, but I wear it underneath another shirt. I think this is it. No. That's Night Surf. Shout out, Jamie. Yeah. Night Surf. Was talking to Octavius today. They're living together right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're actually... Dude, he's actually like... Him and Octavius and... Biz. And I, Dylan I took, are talking about starting something up. I took it... Uh, like a new band? Yeah. It's uh, that, I took that shirt to Starkville, but uh, ah. it's got the Anarchy A on it, and it says it's in a big heart, and it said you had me at F the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is like typically, you know, you, you and I's anthem. Like we, brain said, I'd wear it out. Heart said, Oh, I've, I've, yeah, I've worn it out a lot. Like, or not. But I have it like underneath my yeah, underneath unbuttoned shirt or whatever. But yeah, I yeah. love that shirt. But I was I was sitting there. I'm like, man, I am an adult. I don't need that kind of edginess anymore. <laughs> I don't want that attention. Like, is it like even comedy is like always under fire now? Like, did you God. see? Did you see where like they had to move? Uh, this is in Minneapolis. Uh, Dave Ch- Chappelle show got canceled because people were griping and complaining, so he got moved to a slightly smaller venue. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And this is the thing. If you don't like Dave Chappelle's show, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Don't go. Don't watch it. If you don't like somebody's music, don't Don't listen listen to it. it. Yeah, nobody's making it. If you don't like somebody's meme on social media, scroll past. You don't don't have to interact. There's only two times we've ever been forced to music. (laughs) That was YouTube. Oh, my God. (laughs) And uh, that song, Fly, from... Uh, some band I can't remember it was really big in like 2012 that's fly I don't even remember I, this I, I don't, I'll have to I'll have to find it I still have it on my iTunes and, but it's even coming down to music now like I was watching a viral video of a Kid Cudi show that happened like a couple nights ago where Rolling he, Loud in Miami yeah where yeah. someone threw a cup and like hit him yeah like, and you know like this is like one of his more chill songs so he was just like holding the mic next to the mic stand like really into the song and then all of a sudden a cup hits him and he just I Throw one more thing up here and I'm done. He didn't even finish the sentence good. And the cup started flying. And I was like, you narcissistic people. You think why, are you, why are you there? Yeah, why are you even here, man? Why Do you, you think you're going to go viral because you threw a cup at Kid Cudi? Like, it's, I think it started Will, Will Smith when that... I think, it, you know, it's kind of that, but... Did something, uh, did something break? No, uh, Machine Gun Kelly... His little punk ass and the baby. They have this thing that somebody threw an Adidas up on stage. I, at I the saw baby. that video. And then 
he said, who hit me with that busted down dinner yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was a little baby. And, uh... By the, the way, have you noticed, like, rappers' names are just keep getting cuter? Yeah, yeah. They're they're not they're not thugging right now, yeah, man. Little little goo goo gaga. Yeah, little goo goo gaga. <laughs> anyway, L- little pampers. Back to your story with MGK and little baby. Well, you know, people threw shit on stage at them, and you know that's they did take it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. At least they kept going. I mean, a part of that I can. But understand. I don't think I don't think Kid Cudi was being a bitch. By no, I think off. he was like, I, "Fuck I, you, motherfucker!" Yeah, like, yeah, dude, y'all paid to be at my show, and you're throwing crap at me. Yeah, well, I do this. I have done that before. It, was it, it like a rock and hardcore show? Though? It was a festival. It okay. was like a rock music festival. Well, and that that happens. Daughtry was there. Oh God! See, I might be tempted to throw something at them, but yeah, I, I still wouldn't. Like, I have been the guy in the crowd, like, it was the funniest thing. I was at Memphis in May, and Third Eye Blind was playing. Oh, God. And, like, that's... I love it. Guilty pleasure, right? I love it. I love it. So I was there, and, like, they played, like, two or three songs, and they were great songs, you know, songs I wanted... It was, like, Semi-Charm Life, yeah, you know. the ones like, you wanted to hear. The ones yeah. you wanted to hear. And then he stops, and he's, like, just going on this rant, like... We're all here together. Let's let's love one another and hug and just out from the back from the back forty. Shut the fuck up and play music. <laughs> and I was like, my man, fucking perfect. <laughs> Nobody cares about how you feel, how much Molly you just did before you went up yeah. on stage, and how lovely you're feeling, buddy. I was like, but that's not the first time or the last time that happened. Mm. I was uh, there was this great story about a bar in Oxford. It might have been Roosters, to where. Um, <laughs> this band was there to play and like they were these you know typical jocks that probably went to Ole Miss they were there and they were just talking and louder than the band and this one guy like to walk in the bar you step down steps and you go yeah, like in into an area yeah. and he got up on that top step and he said shut the fuck up if you want to talk leave <laughs> yeah so it goes both ways. I was going to say, I've been that performer that's been doing something and got pissed the fuck off because people wouldn't shut up. And they were talking so loud I couldn't think. So I couldn't do comedy, and I just fucking went off. Yeah, like I think a heckler is a good thing. but uh, yeah, A heckler is a good thing. It can be too much. If people are just like having conversations around you and you're trying oh, yeah. to do comedy, man, it's terrible. It hurts. I bet it does. It's almost like that scene from The Joker. Yeah, it, like, you're, like, sitting there, and you're like, oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah. And you I've start done, talking louder, or say something loud, and they're still going. And, I did not invent this move, but I've done it. Is uh, I was playing at a little bar, like, small as the elbow. You remember where we used to play in that yeah, smaller in area? Yeah. And so, like, there was this guy who was drunk. I mean, he was way louder than me, and I had a microphone, and my guitar's amped. And so... I turn my guitar down and I turn around and I just start singing to the wall. And then when I got done with that song, I turned back around and it was like pin drop. And I was like, okay, now that we're now that we're ready. Yeah, now that we're all in this together. Right. Kind of and that that could have went one or two ways. But I could have been like, fuck this guy. Yeah, but it, it went my way that night. Yeah, it went your way. You're like, oh, he is here to play. Which, that's the thing, man. People, which I had a buddy of mine at that show, and he actually escorted that guy outside and yeah. gave him a talking to. Told him about how you be yeah. respectful about music. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that has to happen too. Yeah. 
So I'm a like I like to go to my friend's shows just in case. Like yes, sometimes that has to happen. Yeah, it's kind of like the guy on the rail at the Degan Company shows protecting John Mayer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got his whole podcast about it. His name's Rockstar Richard. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna check this out. Yes, sir. Look up Rockstar Richard Wrecking Crew. <laughs> And he like he's on the rail at most every Degan Company show. And people make fun of him because he's like they say he's there to protect John Mayer. <laughs> That's epic. Yeah, he's just a really good dude. Yeah, he's just <laughs> hanging out, just being a deadhead, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love those shows. Like with uh, Cosmic Gravy, like we've played Orange Beach enough to where like we'll have like actual fans of the band yeah and like every time we go play down there they're gonna be there and it's it's great you know we're yeah. not from there yeah you don't know those guys yeah. but i mean we do now like yeah, we, you know, we went over to their house after the show and he threw us like an after party hell yeah i mean just a really cool guy shout out <laughs> yeah scott a <laughs> been been in a situation like that after a comedy thing like, hey man you wanna come down yeah yeah sure why not <laughs> So we would all go. Oh, my boy had a fanny pack, and he had anything you could possibly imagine. I I, I know. And the first time we too. played down there, it was after our first set, and we kind of are like a deadhead band, like we do some deadhead covers and stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, Grateful Dead, I'm sorry for the fans out there, but uh, like when I looked down at the tip pad after the first set, there were two joints in there. Hell yeah! So I was like, these people are really picking up the vibe. Yeah, they're picking up what we're putting down. Yeah. Now, granted, I would never recommend. Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That's it. Yeah, That's it was, and I it partook. Was, it was a funny situation. But I mean, that is the culture of yeah, that I music. Mean, it is. It is. I mean, you know, like if you look, I've seen a meme talking about deadheads or like people that like country music and acid. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's something to it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it holds weight. <laughs> Give it, like, three Lance arms. Uh, you know, I really wasn't that familiar with, like, Grateful Dead or, uh, like, any of those jam bands. You gotta go live. You gotta listen to live tunes. That's the only way. Yeah, I've learned that. Like, uh, you know, when the band will send, like, learn this song. Yeah. And they'll send, like, the particular version they, you know, want me to practice. Yeah. And it's always a live version. But when I listen to the words, I mean, they're, they're like Bob Dylan-ish. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty... It's a message you can relate to. Now, granted, there's only two verses. Yeah, it's not a lot of words. And you're going to do the chorus a million times. But yeah, it's not a lot of words. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a fairly decent message. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the music's good. If yeah, you like, dude, I... And dude. if you like it for 20 minutes straight. Yeah, if you can get down with some, some... But I'll be honest, if it's a road trip, like if I was in your position, like headed to Memphis tomorrow... Yeah. Oh, I, Brianna's a deadhead now. Oh, Never was before. Fuck yeah, she's a big deadhead now. Yeah. Because I've made her listen. Like, I'll pick a show and we'll, like, listen to that album going to Memphis. Yeah. On, you know, on the way. I love that. Like, after you get to riding with somebody long enough, you, you kind of adapt. And, like, let's just say, because I'm a big proponent of, if you're in my if you're in my vehicle, like, if I trust your music taste, you're mm-hmm. riding shotgun, you're in charge of the radio. Yeah, you can, yeah. Now, if I don't like your taste, yeah, it's you're like, not getting that. Yeah. But after you start hanging out with that person enough... You start to kind you, of you listen out. to the same music together, yeah. and it may be a band or maybe even a rapper that you only listen to together, but you both enjoy it. Yeah, you're like, this dude's hitting man. Yep, yep, it's good stuff. 
it happens like that, dude. And I don't know. That is one of the good things about music. Once people stopped believing they had to listen to a certain type, started looking for music they liked. Yeah, but it got just, a lot cooler. But just back to that article, it's like they're uh, like I'm. I'm not a a big space in the indie scene, so like there were a lot of things like that because like most of the people that listen to the show like the bands and the artists that I share yeah. on the show, and these are typically not people that are on your radio. Yeah, you don't hear those guys. Yeah. That's the best where the best music is, man. Yeah. You used to find music on the radio, now you find music off the radio. Yeah. Speaking of which, Indies Only just kicked off. Shout out, Monk. Yeah, Monk, hanging out. Back. That's nine. Back, back. He's back with Avengers. He said by the end of this month he was going to be out of his wheelchair. Yeah, I talked to him at uh, the last little third Sunday or third Saturday thing they had down at Munson Brothers. Okay, yeah. The Burns Bottom Arts, whatever they're calling it now. Yeah, he was down there for a little while. Was he on this walker? No, he was still in a wheelchair, yeah. man. It was about a month ago when I was Okay, down yeah. He was just now going through like physical therapy. Yeah, he had he's, he's like he's got like a, a walker now. Hell yeah. But yeah, shout out dude. Yeah. Uh, wishing Fuck the yeah, best for back, uh, recovery. It's the big comeback. And I love a good comeback story. Fuck yeah. He seemed like he had good spirits when I talked to him and that's always I, a good thing. I gotta say, like uh I, hopefully I'll be hanging out with him this week to do an untapped and vinyl and like that is always uh, you know, because everything was going so right for him. Like he just got a new car. He just got a, like a raise at work. He yeah. just got uh, married. He just got into a new house out of that apartment. And so like everything was on the up and up for him. And then boom, stroke. But you know, a lot of that, bring, well, that's, you know, a lot of times when stuff like that happens, a lot of change that brings on stress Yeah, and stress is the worst oh, thing dude, for like you. just acclimating to living in Starville now granted like it's a positive like I don't have to get gas every other day yeah like, I get or, gas or spend $90 yeah. yeah $90 every other day which it went down 50 cents woo I don't know why we're celebrating that because just two years ago it was never that stinking high I was like dreaming of that not, being that high. is this how stupid they think we are like I hey they think we forget Hey, it was four fifty nine, but now it's under four dollars. Let's all give ourselves a big round of applause. And I gotta tell you something, it's about to go back up. Coming up. And it'll shoot up with vengeance. Did you see that viral video of that guy filling the bed of his truck up with gas? No. That did not go well for that man. He had like the tarp. Right when he pulls out, you know, the dip to get out on the street. It was splashing and going everywhere, and I was like, "Great job!" Some hey, what, people are what, fucking genius. <laughs> what were you gonna do because it evaporates? It's a vapor, right? Yeah, it vapor. It, when it hits air, it starts turning to vapor. <laughs> so, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand like what your train of thought was. You know? And I'm just imagine, like, this. let me let me stick a five gallon tank down in this big pool of gas. Like, yeah. what the hell are you thinking? What are you doing, man? <laughs> Let me put the hose in the bed and get some more gas out. God, no. Fuck, man. No. Did, did you drill a hole in, like, the bed of my truck is now my gas tank? That was, that was a wild story. People are, dude, no, people are so stupid. <laughs> my job is probably one of the easiest jobs on the planet. And somehow, Somebody people screws it finds up. a way to fuck it up 
every night. Let's take a pause for the calls, yeah. and we'll pick back up on a brand new episode with that. We're at the hour mark. No, oh, that man. flew by, didn't it? That flew by. your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.